Hello and welcome to Season 4 of Creepypasta Myths. I am your host, Andrew. Please enjoy tonight's creepy reading. Let's begin. The Real Chuck E. Cheese, written by MSD1000 Games at YouTube. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever thought that there was something the creators of Chuck E. Cheese were hiding something from us all? Or have you ever found something to be off about the place? Even the creepy, robotic mascots that danced on stage? I didn't until I found the truth about Chuck E. Cheese. It all began on the first time I had ever visited the place. I was around the age of 5 or 6, so I of course was pretty ecstatic to go. Seeing all those commercials of kids eating pizza and running around without a care in the world on arcade games and on the play structure made me almost get down on my hands and knees to plead and beg my mom to take me. After finally getting her to break, she took me. I was the happiest kid in the whole world. My mom drove me over just a few hours before evening, so maybe around 4.30 or so. I also knocked over the woman at the door who gave you the little stamp on your hand running ahead of my mom and bursting through the doors like a maniac child. Eventually I was stamped and literally screeching as I ran around all the games and playsets. After a bit, I stumbled on over to a game, like a -a whack-a-mole but with sharks, right by the staff-only room. One shark-whacking minute later, I'd won the game. Before I could squeal in success and collect my tickets, My ears caught the sound of something very strange going on near the staff-only room. I could hear someone say, Test number 15 on mutated rat results in angered behavior such as throwing desk and scientist at the wall. I then began to wonder what in the world they were talking about. Maybe they were making a new game? Being so young, I had no idea at all the things that were actually going on in there. Being curious and feeling a bit interested... I pressed myself against the door and listened in as carefully as a six-year-old could. I could hear them snapping at each other, things like, What are we going to do with this beast? And, Get it away from me! A mumbled shout poured over whoever was in there, and replied with a louder, We can't just kill that thing, it's a beast version of our mascot! The talking stopped. I blinked for a second and pressed myself closer to the door. I quickly realized that this was a very bad mistake. As the door opened for my weight against it, I slipped in, going from leaning on the door to falling face flat on the ground of the staff room. Immediately, footsteps trampled over to me, hands grabbing at my arms. I was out like a light in a few seconds, and I still don't know what the hell they did to do that. I woke up slowly my eyes feeling heavy and my body feeling weak, in some kind of interrogation room. A tall man with a serious expression wearing the cleanest white lab coat I'd ever seen began walking towards me out of the blue, like he knew I'd be awake. 
like he knew I was awake. His voice was deep, and it was scratchy. From what I could tell, he began to talk. You know. You know, don't you? You know. He said. I was a six-year-old half-knocked out at a Chuck E. Cheese, so I didn't know what they expected from me. I babbled for a second, letting my tongue function correctly. What? I replied dumbly, blinking hazily. He grabbed my arm, making the static feeling intensify somehow. He pulled me a bit, making me whine, though I quickly shut my toddler trap when a loud banging on the door echoed through the room. Naturally, me being so young and clueless, I screamed, thrashing around. The man let me go, snapping at me to shut my mouth. Forgetting about almost everything, I thrashed around some more. Slipping out of my chair, I kicked my legs going into the corner of the room. I screamed again, banging my foot against something, making a loud metal clang against my foot. I twisted around and whined down at the air vent. I kicked it again out of scared hot anger. With another loud scream and clang, the metal front popped off. Again, letting out a shriek when I heard the man stomping towards me, out of the noise clawing metal and banging. I scooted inside, spitting at him. I was scared half to death. I mean, what was I doing here? Where was my mom? He swiped at me for a moment but quickly pulled his hand back. There was another loud bang, and the man stepped back. Using my tiny little hands, I grabbed the air vent door and pulled it back, pressing it on the door, just in time. A piercing hiss followed by a shout from the stranger, and the loudest bang on the door. I crawled back, scooting back into the vent. I had to leave. Even being so young, I knew I was in trouble. I hastily turned around with a bit of a struggle slowly crawling down the vent. A loud manly scream echoed through the vents, being followed by more. They were in unison with the sound of the cracking and tearing, which I now know was flesh and bone from the stranger. I got out as fast as I could. A small light was around the corner after a few minutes, and I stomped on it. The opening of the vent easily popped open, They really weren't paying attention to how tightly they were screwed on, were they? My feet stumbled as I climbed down, but were soon trampling to where I saw my mom last. And she was still there, with a worried expression on her face. I ran up to her, hugging her tight, my eyes now glazed with wet, hot tears. I want to go home, I whined and complained. My mother gave me a strange look, but put a finger on my cheek. You must be real tired, sweetheart, she cooed, picking me up. I clenched my small fist, holding tightly onto her shirt. We walked out of the building, me being so lovingly carried to the car. A whir of sirens in the distance became a bit louder and louder, and police cars pulled into the large parking lot and skidded to a halt in front of the once amazing and fun Chuck E. Cheese. My mother almost ran to the car and quickly buckled me into my seat. A couple hours later, home and safe that night, I walked out of my room to get some water before I went to bed. A habit of me trying to procrastinate so I don't have to sleep. And my mother was watching the news. The reporter was talking about some kind of mutated rat coming out of Chuck E. Cheese and disappearing down the alleyways. So what happened to the real Chuck E. Cheese? 
God only knows. But I will never, and I repeat, never go into any damn Chuck E. Cheese for as long as I live. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you'd like to listen to. If you haven't done so yet, please do a review. It helps me out. Everything that I use is in the description below. Thank you again for listening to Creepypasta Myths. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode.